Welcome to the King is Coming Soon podcast, which is produced by Dominion Media. This is episode number 155. Our focus is on national and global news events. My name is Cherub. Please stay with us. You are invited to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays for the podcast The King is Coming Soon via the website thekingiscomingsoon.com and on a number of platforms. I'll tell you about them later. Here we examine geopolitical realities on their way. Our segments are White House Roundup, Israel and the Middle East news highlights, and we also have updates from the Kingdom of Heaven, our devotional. This week, our special focus continues on a series on trusting God. Today's scripture text is taken from the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 13 to 18. Be prepared. You are up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get, every weapon God has issued, so that when it's all over, but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirit up so that no one falls behind or drops out. This text was taken from the Message Bible. We definitely see that the people of God must live with certain awareness than those who are not in pursuit of God. The Bible describes this matter as spiritual warfare. God knows all things. Thus, he prepared us like a great army commander. He entrusted us with defensive weapons. In the subheading in my Bible of the scripture text I'm about to present to you is this. Put on the armor of God. And we'll read. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness, in heavenly places. 
Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. This text is from the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 10 to 13, and from the New King James Version. There are a few key phrases that stand out to me. Let's quickly go over them. Number one, be strong. Number two, stand against the wiles of the enemy. Number three, flesh and blood. Number four, powers and rulers of darkness. Number five, spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. And number six, be able to withstand in the evil day. In today's devotional, we'll be focusing our attention on King Ahab wanted Naboth's vineyard. Jezebel gets him killed for his refusal to sell his inheritance to the king. We'll take a break to tell you of one of the churches that has endorsed our program today. Our first segment comes to you with the compliments of the West Romvelt Wesleyan Church in Georgetown, Guyana, South America. The pastor is Reverend Dr. Marvel Williams. The West Romvelt Church has resumed in-person services on Sunday mornings. They meet for fellowship at 10.30 a.m. Meanwhile, Individuals who are unable to attend in person can log on for services via Zoom or Facebook. On Sunday evenings, the church hosts a very dynamic service called Power Hour, where speakers are given the opportunity to share on a particular topic. And this is done on these platforms, Zoom or Facebook on the church's profile and then you or others in the audience can participate by giving your feedback and by interaction. A similar approach is undertaken on Wednesday evenings when the church meets for Bible study at 7 p.m. The West Ranville Church continues to serve her community in various ways. Please make plans to attend this week, either in person or online. The pastor and the members of the church will warmly welcome you and your family. Welcome back to the podcast. The King is Coming Soon. This is episode number 155. Our focus is on national and global news events. In our first segment, White House Roundup, President Joseph Biden Jr. 
called on the government of Cuba to adhere to the principles of freedom for the Cuban people, the White House released on Monday. President Biden stated that the United States stands with the Cuban people and their clarion call for freedom and relief from the tragic grip of the pandemic and from the decades of repression and economic suffering to which they have been subjected by Cuba's authoritarian regime. President Biden further argued that the Cuban people are bravely asserting fundamental and universal rights. Those rights include the right of peaceful protest and the right to freely determine their own future and these must be respected. The President asserted that the United States calls on the Cuban regime to hear their people and serve their needs at this vital moment rather than enriching themselves. I'd like to also make a correction. On Wednesday last, in episode number 153, I wrongly added that the wife of the assassinated Haitian president was also dead. I regret the error. She is alive and is continuing to recover following her injuries given she was also shot. We'll take our second break. In this segment, we flag the Christian Friends of Israel, CFI, that is based in Jerusalem. CFI has partnered with a number of groups in Israel, such as the Israel Defense Forces, IDF, the Holocaust survivors, and those on Aliyah from Ethiopia and Russia. Additionally, CFI publishes newsletters and other devotional materials on a regular basis. The leaders and co-founders, Sharon and Ray Saunders, continue to do their work despite the current pandemic. CFI welcomes your prayers for the peace of Jerusalem as well as for the work of this organization. To learn more about CFI, you are invited to visit their website www.cfijerusalem.org Welcome back to the Dominion Media, the King is Coming Soon podcast. Our focus today is on national and global news events. In our second segment, Israel and Middle East news highlights, Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, in remarks on Sunday, at the start of the weekly cabinet meeting, addressed the crisis in Lebanon, among other issues, relayed the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Israel. Prime Minister Bennett stated, 
that regarding Lebanon, Lebanon is on the verge of collapse, like all countries that Iran takes over. And this time, the citizens of Lebanon are paying the price. The Prime Minister reiterated that it must be understood that the citizens of Lebanon are paying a heavy price because of the Iranian takeover of the country. Israel is closely monitoring what is happening there, both the Defense Minister and the Foreign Minister. They will continue to be prepared, the PM added. In addition, the Prime Minister advised that on Saturday, the IDF and the Israel police captured smuggled handguns worth millions of shekels. Of course, this is only one of many examples. Israel will continue to monitor the situation, submitted Prime Minister Bennett. The Prime Minister, on a totally different topic, added that they have entered the Hebrew month of Av, in which the two previous national homes were destroyed due to baseless hatred and so forth. The Prime Minister submitted that twice previously the Jewish Kingdom did not survive the eighth decade. This time they are determined to safeguard their national home, the State of Israel, not just to succeed in the current eighth decade, but to be here forever. By baseless hatred, Jerusalem was destroyed. By boundless love, it is being rebuilt in our days, he concluded. Prime Minister Bennett held his fifth cabinet meeting since taking office in June. He reflected that they, the new cabinet, marked their first month of the unity government. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The king is coming soon. We're examining national and global news events. Before we wrap up our news report, I'd like to tell you of three books I have written. The most recently released book is titled Devotional for Today's Women of Faith in the Bible. You can secure that at three locations, bookbaby.com, amazon.com, and Barnes and Noble. The other books are The Legitimacy of the Holy Bible as a Legal Instrument Is International Law Greater Than the Word of God? You can secure this from Amazon.com. And the third book is Threads in the Tapestry Conflict and Resolution in the Middle East. Is the two-state solution the only viable option for Middle East peace? And this book can be secured also on Amazon.com. Finally, in segment three, we will look at updates from the Kingdom of Heaven. This week, we are focusing on a series 
untrusting God. Before we continue, let's have a quick review of today's news. President Joseph Biden called on the government of Cuba to adhere to the principles of freedom for the Cuban people, the White House reported on Monday. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, in remarks on Sunday, at the start of the weekly cabinet meeting, addressed the crisis in Lebanon, among other issues, relayed the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Israel. Welcome to our devotional. All week, we'll be looking at a series on trusting God. On Monday, we will focus on King Ahab wanted Naboth's vineyard. Jezebel gets him killed for his refusal to sell his inheritance. On Wednesday, it will be Naaman, the Syrian army commander, was healed because his servants urged him to trust God by the word of Elisha. Likewise, on Friday, the Lord wills. Our special guest speaker will share with us on what does the prayer of Jabez say about him and about God. We'll begin our discussion today with the scripture text. And it came to pass, after these things, that Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, next to the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. So Ahab spoke to Naboth, saying, Give me your vineyard, that I may have it for a vegetable garden, because it is near, next to my house, and for it I will give you a vineyard better than it, or, if it seems good to you, I will give you its worth in money. But Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid that I should give the inheritance of my fathers to you. Let's continue. But Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said to him, Why is your spirit so sullen that you eat no food? He said to her, Because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money or else, if it pleases you, I will give you another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give you my vineyard. And lastly, from this very text, let's continue from verse 15. And it came to pass when Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned and was dead, that Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for money, for Naboth is not alive, but dead. So it was, when Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, Ahab got up and went down to take possession of the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite. The source of this text is from the book of 1 Kings, chapter 21, verses 1 to 3, 5 to 6, 
and 15 to 16 from the New King James Version. King Ahab reigned in the northern kingdom, Israel. He was obviously an observant man. Most likely he would have stood at the windows of his palace quite often to see what was going on outside. Quite near to his palace grounds he saw a vineyard. It seemed to be well tended and so he took an interest in the property. He was so motivated to secure the nearby estate that he did not send an aide to bring the owner neighbours to him. He, the king, in his royal apparel, went to the vineyard to make a substantive offer to the man neighbours. The sudden and surprising arrival of the king did not seem to faze Naboth. He spoke one and one with the king, and there and then he rejected the king's offer to give up his inheritance to the king for land elsewhere or money. King Ahab would not have expected the response of Naboth, so he returned to his palace in shock and was sickened by the rejection. However, the king had a foreign-born wife, Jezebel. She was not a supporter of traditional values, and thus she could not appreciate the fact that Naboth felt a deep sense of attachment to what he had received from his forefathers, who must have tilled the grounds and harvested its fruits with gratitude to Hashem another name the Jews called God by. Today, thousands of Jewish men and women face the same dilemma daily. They serve in the Israel Defense Forces, defending their inheritance, the promised land God gave their fathers and has been passed down to them as an inheritance. While the world and even some Christians are impatient with them, for not giving up the tiny bit of what remains of the vast inheritance God generously gave to Abraham as the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, to his people, to their descendants, and their descendants, down to this generation. His people die defending the same, just as Naboth. In our reflections, we discussed that we are in a spiritual warfare. Not only is the modern-day state of Israel in a fight for her survival, we are as well. We are in a spiritual warfare, whereas theirs is physical, but behind it is a spiritual force. As we learnt earlier from our text in the book of Ephesians, and so you may recall one of the key phrases we mentioned then. It is stand. You cannot win a battle lying down. You must be standing and sometimes you may fall on your knees. But the important thing is to not give up. Just as Naboth. But he did not compromise on the truth and the values he was raised to embrace and uphold, he remained faithful 
to embrace in his inheritance. His inheritance cost him his life. Are you willing to die for your inheritance? Just saying no launches you in a war of your life. Remember, the enemy lied and had Naboth murdered. But did Jezebel and Ahab retain the vineyard? No. There was much turmoil that followed the house of Ahab, and that was because of the scripture text. We'll read it. The righteous God wisely considers the house of the wicked, overthrowing the wicked for their wickedness. This is from the book of Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 12. Please let's pray. Our Father who art in heaven, we thank you for your great power. Abba Father, you see everything all day. You behold the good deeds as well as the evil thoughts churning in the hearts of men. Therefore, Abba Father, you are not surprised at the events taking place on a particular day. What you do is cautious. So, that we will turn around or turn away from the temptation that is enticing us to do evil. However, sometimes folks do ignore the warnings in their heads and hearts as they are determined to get what they want, even at the price of murder. Our Father, you judged the house of Ahab. Every male in his family line and later down, even the last female descendant who killed the male descendants of King David also died in judgment. She did not kill one of them. He was hidden. Abba Father, we are warned. Forgive us of our taking things lightly. Forgive the rich and the poor them in power and those who are mere public servants. We have all sinned against you. Abba Father, you will judge the world. Jesus Christ is coming soon, so we must be ready. Help us to trust you, for you are not incapable of supplying all of our needs. Therefore, instead of stealing or engaging in murder plots, Help us to call on you. In Jesus' name, Amen. You are listening to the podcast by Dominion Media. The King is coming soon. This is episode number 155. In closing, we would like to say thank you for staying with us. You can find the King is Coming Soon podcast via multiple platforms, namely Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Google Podbeans, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casks, Pandora, Radio Public, Instagram, Twitter, and on the website, The King is Coming Soon. Please advertise with us for a great price. Kindly fill out your request form on the website. The King is coming soon dot com. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Thanks also to Urkirch.
for his handiwork, sang then the shofar. I have been your presenter, Cherub. Jesus, Yeshua, is coming soon. See you next time. Shalom. <laughs>